You are listening to episode 22 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast, your friendly inner critic. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Hello, lovely you. I am opening our time together today with some role playing. Are you ready? Oh, why did I just say that? Why can't I find something creative to say? In this week's podcast, <laughs> a podcast, <laughs> why'd you start a podcast? Uh, yeah, anyway, as I was saying, in this week's podcast, we'll be talking about your inner critic. Huh, pretty presumptuous, eh, Chippy, assuming everyone has an inner critic. I'm pretty sure you're the only loser with a negative inner voice. All right, so this is Coach Lisa and Coach Lisa's inner critic here today with the podcast. So I've worked with over 1,000 unique human minds in my years as a personal coach. And I have the privilege to work with people on their most personal topics, in their most vulnerable moments. And I hear the ways that we humans talk to ourselves. I hear the thoughts that people would not want anyone else to think. And the common denominator seems to be that our human brains are installed with a critic, a judge, an observer who, frankly, does not think very kindly of us. Ugh. I have asked myself this question more than once. Why would our brains have an inner critic installed? It seems like an odd part of the survival mechanism, if you ask me, to make someone too beat down and discouraged to go out there and be bold. Yet, there that voice is, nonetheless. You know how I always say, this is happening, now what? So you have an inner critic. That is what's happening. And I want to talk today about how you can live with your inner critic the less stress, more fun way. The inner critic is a mechanism in your mind, but it's not like you. You know what I mean? It's, it's not a real voice. I mean, in some ways, that inner critic is evidence of real mental processing, real neurons doing their brain stuff, but it's no more a real person than when you have intestinal gas. I mean, after all, you wouldn't have gas and think, oh no, it's a ghost. Or maybe it would. That's kind of funny. I mean, did you even chuckle at that image of thinking you were haunted when you, well, you know, farted? Good. Then we're on the right track today. Because the less stress, more fun way of handling your inner critic is very playful. Notice how your inner critic talks to you. First, really get curious how this voice shows up for you, when, how it talks to you. Can you amplify the experience of hearing your inner critic to an extreme? For example, maybe you have a favorite villain, a character you love to hate. Can you think of your inner critic in that way? Perhaps your inner critic is like a fretful child that you can nurture 
Or you could just simply see your inner critic as a snarky auditor simply trying to do its job. Let me give you an example. I treat my mind like it's a creature that works for my highest self. The mind can come up with ideas all day long. It's its job. And I can say, oh, brain, that's good. Keep going with that one. Or, oh, oh, dear mind, that's not your job. But I'll call you if I need help. I sometimes think of my mind like an eager Labrador retriever puppy, just wanting to play and ready to interact with me. And if I don't give it enough exercise, it will go and eat the couch instead. Sometimes I think of my inner critic like a teenager. I know we've talked about Sassy Cassie here on the podcast. She's very smart, kind of goth, and she has a gold medal in eye rolling. That flavor of inner critic of mind is like, oh, I'm so embarrassed to be with you. And sometimes my inner critic is a little bossy, arch, disdainful. Her thought about me is, will you ever get things right? Why is everything you do such a dismal mistake? I used to take my inner critics seriously, which is a little bit like madness. I mean, there's a voice in my head telling me I'm worthless, and I believed it? Why? Why on earth do we believe our inner critics' feedback? I have a theory that it's because it's in our own voice, right? It's not like the inner critic comes in with someone else's voice. It sounds like us, but it's just a bunch of neurons firing. No different than when we blink away a stray eyelash, for example. The inner critic is biology at work, nothing more, nothing less. And I am going to let you in on a secret. I have gone so far as to befriend my inner critic. Let me draw an analogy here. Do you have any friends who some people might describe as annoying, bossy, or over-the-top? If not, you should get some. They can be super fun. I, I once had a friend who just didn't seem to have a filter and would say whatever, whatever, was on her mind. And it was just really, I don't know, it was kind of relaxing to be around her because you knew that she was very comfortable in her own skin. And honestly, I think it's really tempting to get advice or to get feedback from people who are going to tell us what we want to hear, right? So, so many of our friends are people who are going to tell us what we want to hear. And it can be so fun and even very valuable to get advice or a fresh perspective from someone who believes very differently than we do. What if beyond turning your inner critic into a character or in some way marginalizing or distancing yourself from it, what if you tried turning your inner critic into a close friend? Oh, Lisa, that's the stupidest idea. They aren't even understanding what you're talking about, you know. Oh, you have some of the weirdest ideas. Really, my dear friend? Tell me why. I'm curious. Tell me more. Tell me more, inner critic. Seriously, it sounds so silly, but befriend your inner critic from a posture of genuine curiosity. When my inner critic or critics show up, I invite them in. They might have good feedback, and yet I don't really need to take anything they say to heart. 
but I don't have to dismiss them either. I don't tell them they're silly or ridiculous or mean or to leave. I just say, oh, inner critics, goodness me, you might be onto something. Tell me more. Because you might just find that bringing the inner critic closer is the most effective way at minimizing the negative impact. I think sometimes when we get into the work of trying to manage our mind, it's like, oh, there's this voice, I'll dismiss it, or I'll use positive self-talk or affirmations. And that actually can really intensify your critic's response. But I think curiosity is the ultimate diffusion technique, which by the way, this tell me more technique is worthwhile for all relationships in your life, not just the ones inside your mind. I'm telling you, try tell me more with colleagues, clients, children. But here we go. Are you ready for your homework? Coach Lisa's homework for you this week is to really listen to how your inner critic shows up for you. Everybody's voice tells them something specific to them. It could be the sound of a voice that you heard growing up, but it almost comes down to some of the same old tunes, right? Our primitive mind has some of the most common songs, greatest hits, including I'm not good enough, or I'm never going to be good enough, or I'll get in trouble. I might make a mistake. This is bad or stupid or wrong, or I don't know the right thing to do, and I'm scared to get it wrong. Yeah, whatever. Our brains all tell us that we're not good enough, and that's fine. It's just neurons running a mental process. The real mastery comes in neutralizing or even befriending that voice, honoring that it exists and is as much a part of you as the tendons in your legs. What if you decided to love your inner critic as much as you could love, unconditionally and with curiosity, not letting it decide for you or prevent you from being bold and showing up in your life, but just being curious? What on earth would that be like for you to just hear your inner critic and say, oh, how interesting. Tell me more. Thank you for sharing. I'm going to go back to work now. What would that be like? Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying what you're learning, I'd love to have you as a member of the Less Stress, More Fun community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the podcast Plus, you'll get access to things I share only with community members. I'll talk to you next week.